The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. In this episode, we swap some memories of childhood Christmases in Hawaii during the 70s and 80s. Then we share ideas for managing extra ribbons, cards, treats, and gifts. And at the end, we include a song about a sometimes snow-capped mountain called Mauna Kea on the big island of Hawaii. Welcome to the podcast where it's all about living your love story and making your life a story where love wins. My name is Sienna. And my name is Toast. We're married and we've been partners in life, love, and music since 2001, over 20 years. On this show, we share our life as an Asian American lesbian couple. Some of our favorite topics are positive spirituality, holistic health, sometimes cats, lesbian alert, and other things we hope are entertaining, uplifting, and helpful for living your love story. So here we go. Welcome to our home studio in the Pacific Northwest. Happy Christmas. Happy holidays. The day after. That's when this episode will come out. Uh, So yes, hope you had a great Christmas. Now we are into... The 12 days of Christmas. Mm. If you want to extend it, that's what you can do. Explain that a bit. So far, that's what I've been told. Well, from what I gather, it's part of the traditional, like, some kind of Christian, official Christian calendar that evolved as a compromise between the different sects of Christianity. and But this is the day Jesus was born. Yes, but this is the day that Jesus came out and was presented to the public. So the 12 days is from 1226 or 1225. Okay. You're going to have to Google this. For 12 days. Is the real answer. 12 days from 1225. Ish. Ish. Okay, so then why... Okay, but then marketing, marketing... All the 12 days of, of Christmas for gifts, mm-hmm. people are saying 12 days of Christmas. And then you're, well, what that is, in my humble opinion, okay, is capitalism's okay. cute attempt right. to exploit the, the obligation we all feel to give gifts. So, you know, it's kind of like I how the, the church, the institution of the church had the cute idea to co-opt the supposed pagan traditions of solstice mm. and, and make that into, oh, no, 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 it's about Jesus. All Yeshua. Right. Okay, there, we, there you have it, folks. <laughs> From the peanut right. gallery. Okay, so we first wanted to say, we hope you're taking care of yourselves. And 
it, it takes a lot to take care of yourself. It takes it really an extra does. amount of especially during the holidays. Discipline. Yes, because I gotta say, like Sienna, I was so proud of you and so grateful that you chose to eat a fresh salad today <laughs> for breakfast. <laughs> as your yes, as your breakfast, <laughs> as your brunch. Because I have been instead of having whole grain mm-hmm. toast, actually sprouted grain toast in the morning with my breakfast, mm-hmm. which has it's just my habit. Throughout the entire year, which is the Ezekiel bread, which yes. is a very good bread, if we want to get specific and yeah. brand name about it. Mm-hmm. But during the holidays, you know, you're on the receiving end of home baked oh, yeah. cookies, yes, things and so, made with love. Yeah. So instead of the sprouted toast, I will have cookies as part <laughs> of my breakfast. Yeah. Yes. And it's delicious. I enjoy it. But after days upon days in a row of this, I do feel compromised, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and, and that paired with more social gatherings than usual mm-hmm. and a somewhat erratic schedule in terms of sleep because of said social yep. gatherings and again, all their holiday social obligations like gift giving and preparations and things. It's like I can, I can start to feel a little afraid because the immune system, thing, mm. right? So, so yeah, the challenge of, of taking care of the, mm-hmm. the physical aspect. Yes. Yes. So some things mm-hmm. that we try to do is to remember to take our vitamins because even though mm-hmm. we do have a vitamin routine, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes we're like, ah, I'm not going to take them. It's but an this extra is the time, But this is the time to take them. Yeah, right. <laughs> so continue yeah. taking your vitamins. Um, yeah. And just try to like... It's just being more mindful because all the things like Toast was saying, when you get yummy things from people who have baked it with great love and, and, and then if they shipped it to you, how kind, right? Mm-hmm. And it's things made with love that you can taste and it's so yummy. Mm-hmm. Like have it, have mm-hmm. it, enjoy it. It marks the special occasion yeah, that these days are. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It is part but, of it. But but then but we just want to encourage you. Don't <laughs> you know, like don't go off the deep end. Don't let yourself go over the cliff. Okay. I know. I go over the cliff cliff um, and then I like scratch my way back up and then I eat a salad. But you know, that's what we know this time is for. Tis the season. Partially. Yes. Okay, so for this episode. We are going to be talking about memories of childhood Christmases in Hawaii. So our fellow Hawaii people might find this relatable. Other people who live in the tropics, right, who grew up in the tropics, or perhaps people in like Australia, where mm. Christmas occurs during the summer. Mm-hmm. This probably be, uh, That's so strange, similar right? too. I mean, yeah. And then Sienna is going to share some things that we have found helpful just yes. surrounding all of the paraphernalia that presents itself to you during the holidays. And you might, if you're listening to this podcast the day after Christmas, you might be sitting amongst all the stuff. Oh, so it might be helpful. All right. Okay. There's a whole song about Christmas in Hawaii. Is there? Mele Kikimoko is the thing to say. All right. So one of the things that I used to love 
mm-hmm. is going to my great grandma's house. Mm-hmm. And because I think what's so lovely about the grandparents, like I was raised by my grandparents. So when I think of grandparents, I actually think of my great grandparents, mm-hmm. where my grandparents felt more like my parents yeah. um, since they raised me. But my great, what I loved is that there were just some things about my great-grandparents' house that just stayed the same every single year. And you could rely on it. And I loved the security of that. So Mm. their tree was a fake tree. Oh, wow. And they always had a flocked tree. Okay. I'm getting the mid-mod vibes. Well, yes. Mid-century modern decor during space age. And they also had... The old-fashioned bubble ornaments, where it looks like little spaceships and the bubbles, the colored bubbles would move through it. (gasps) Wow. So they were heated. Yes. I mean, they were like electric. Yes. You know? Like kind of lava lamp-ish. Yes. And then the bubbles would go up. So they had that in the tree. Wow. And so those bring back, those bring back such good memories. And then my great-grandpa, always during the holidays would have, I don't know if people remember this, but it's a candy that was shaped like an orange. It was chocolate, milk chocolate, I think. And each section was a little orange like slice. slice. Like a wedge. Yes, of chocolate. Okay. Not orange dipped chocolate. Okay. Just milk chocolate shaped like an orange. So did every time have, I see those, it, it reminds any, me of my great-grandpa. Did the chocolate have any orange taste in I it I think it all? did. Yes, okay. I think yeah. it did. Because that's a thing, right? Yeah. Like chocolate yeah. and orange together. So that reminds thing. me of him. Yeah. I and then they also always had Frango Mints mm. at the house, okay. which some of you might know Frango, Frango Mints. I'm getting that confused with, what is that? Rocher or something? Oh. Uh, uh, they have the commercials now yes, at this time of, of that year. gold... Yeah, the gold nutty ball spheres. Yeah, gold. yeah. But anyways, mm. and then of course the pink almond roca. Just all these like yes, certain things during the holidays. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like the fancy chocolate almond roca. Swiss. <laughs> what was the other one? Swiss colony. Swiss colony. Was that chocolate? There was. There is a brand. <sighs> I think you're Can't thinking remember. of the drugstore. Like it was yellow and it looked like cross stitch. Yes. That's Whitman's. Oh, okay. Whitman's, yeah. Okay. All these things. Yeah. But anyways, what were some of the things you remember? Well, okay. So in Hawaii, obviously, you don't get the white Christmas. You don't get the chance at that. The closest is if there's going to be snow at the top of Mauna Kea or Mauna Loa. Those are the two main Not for us, though. Mountains. Not for... Yeah, because Siena... Not for Oahu. Siena was born... Well, raised on Oahu, the mm-hmm. island of Oahu. And I was raised on the big island. And that's where Mauna Kea Snow. and Mauna Loa are. And yeah. the peaks of those mountains are, are tall enough where it does snow sometimes. So you, you would get snow up there. And it was such um, a special thing to wake up in the morning and if it was extra cold which to us was like what in the 50s (laughs) the temperatures probably um that was extra cold and from our sliding glass door 
you could see the top of Mauna Kea. Wow. This is the Kipa Street house? Yes. Mm -hmm. Really? What a view. Yeah. I mean, it was between houses, you know, but you could still still see see it it on a a clear day. And it was nice to be able to see. It's like if there was snow up there. Uh, I remember that. Were you folks ever able to go and be in the snow? Oh, yes. Yeah. That was that would be what? A, a fun trip to oh, be like. Okay, we're gosh. gonna plan. We're gonna okay. plan a certain day and wow, uh, yeah, go in the pickup truck. So it wasn't so up. super high. No, I mean it wasn't like you know you don't have to like climb a mountain to get up there. It wasn't I mean, like just driving. It was safe kind of to drive up. You needed to have a four wheel drive for safety. Okay. Wow, um, that's exciting. It was high enough that if you just drove. Without stopping, you would probably get altitude sickness. Like you needed to stop, you know. And they had like a check-in station um, for for that sort of thing. The first time I saw snow was when I was or sat in snow, like actually felt snow, and mm-hmm. you know was with snow was when I was twenty three. Mm-hmm. So you, as a kid, mm-hmm. born and raised in Hawaii, you, you had a snow experience very early. Yes, probably Gosh, about like so fourth lucky. grade or sixth grade. That's so exciting. But you know, the snow that I remember, I think that's a, I think that's a little known fact. About what? Snow in Hawaii? Yeah, about people when they think about Hawaii. That you think could they think snow. snow yes. in Hawaii. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's what's special about the big island. Yeah. Like the elevation that, that exists on that island and mm-hmm. the, yeah, I think there's like, all but one of the main types of ecoregions exist on the Big Island. Mm. The only one that's not is um, that the, that you will not find there is tundra, which is mm. frozen ground all year yeah, round. Yeah. But every other kind, like rainforest, desert, it's all there. alpine, yeah. Um, but yeah, the snow that that I remember experiencing was very uh, crunchy and icy. It was like mm. you know, it mm-hmm. wasn't powdery. Okay, that that's the one I re- that what I remember. Because by the time you drive up there, generally, it, it's not like, it just snowed. Right. You know, it, like the snow t- here. Unless you happen to be lucky and it's snowing all around you. Yes. And it's like, oh my gosh. Like the snow here, it was incredible to feel how powdery it could be. The yeah, snow can be out fresh. here. Yeah. yeah. It's like, wow. Amazing. But what were some of the things like, did you folks do a Christmas dinner every year? Did you rotate houses? Did you, you know, like, what were some of the favorite dishes during so, the holidays that so you were I like, I actually oh. don't recall as much the food. I remember um, Cornish game hen. My mom would make that. Very holy. Very holy, right? Very white. Yeah, that's fancy. Um, we would, that's the other thing, like looking back is you, you realize how uh, Christmas and the idea of the idyllic Christmas, even as you recounted with your great grandparents mm-hmm. and, you know, the flock the tree, tree and the, yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's a colonized Christmas, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here we are in Hawaii and yeah. uh, all of that to the point where in our house, I don't know where my parents got this thing, but it was a cardboard, like life-sized brick, red brick chimney. Mm. Like you would just set it up. We set it up against one wall of the house to look like you had a chimney. (laughs) That's cute. And a fireplace. That's for Santa. Because as you could imagine, Mm -hmm. very few houses in Hawaii have a fireplace. 
So how could Santa visit, right? But my parents somehow got this, you know, before the days of being able to order anything online, somehow they got this red brick chimney um, cardboard thing, and that's where we would hang up our stockings. Oh, my God, how cute. Yeah, it was pretty cute looking back on it, you know. Uh, And then the only other um, really solid, consistent thing that I really recall is the church stuff. Mm. Because I, I played music with the worship team, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I played bass and sometimes guitar. And, uh, yeah, so we would have our rehearsal, you know, mm. for Christmas Eve and the songs and always the one consistent thing again would be the song Silent Night, during which a lighted candle, which was presented at the front of the congregation, mm-hmm. would have its flame propagated throughout the congregation. Mm. Everybody would be holding a candle. Yes. You know that thing? Do yes, you know that? I do. Yep. Did you guys do that in Catholic church too? Um, in a few certain ceremonies, but it wasn't um, a, a given for midnight mass because that's what we would have to go to midnight mass. Oh, okay. like literally midnight. Freaking midnight. <laughs> yes. Damn. And go downtown to Our Lady of Peace Cathedral and go to that mass, and my favorite—I remember my very favorite midnight mass—was when the um, priest, the father, mm-hmm. it was time for you know you do all the things that you do in mass. You know it doesn't feel any different, except the church is beautifully lit and all the things. Everyone's dressed up, and he's—it was time for his sermon, and he said, "It's Christmas, no sermon." That's and your gift. I was so excited. <laughs> wait. I was like, oh my God, bye. But, but wait, wait, wait. <laughs> was that, that was for real. But that, that happened every Christmas? No, 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 no. Or that was, was one, one particular one Christmas. One particular mass. How funny. It was a different father and he, and everyone was like, yay. Everyone was like, no all excited. Way. Seriously? Seriously. Oh my gosh. I wonder if he was just like. I'm tired. <laughs> I don't know. To himself. Or he was I like, know, but oh, that was, shit. I forgot. But out I, of, I don't have time to prepare a sermon. So. Out of all the times that I've had to go to midnight, midnight Mass, that is the one that stands out in my memory. And the candle one, you know, where you're lighting, everyone's passing around, everyone's lighting each other's candles. Mm-hmm. That was more, um, not from Midnight Mass, but from the school I attended where we had a Christmas more Mass. mass. Yeah. Okay. Mass here, mass there. It's like everywhere is mass, mass. Everywhere a mass, mass. <laughs> but anyways. Here a yeah. mass, there a mass. All right. And the only other thing is that just growing up with that song, right? Mele Kalikimaka. Yes, but something. Okay, you don't know this, but this is just something I thought of right now. So okay. I'm going to spring a, spring something on you. Okay. Put you on the spot. I'm ready, I'm ready. When you shared about how you could see the mountains out of a certain window Mm -hmm. in your childhood home, Mm -hmm. then I I thought about the song you wrote, Mm. Sometimes She Wears White, Mm -hmm. and I think we should play that for the people. Oh, my. Can we, is it easy to add that song to this podcast? I think think so. Okay, so let's let's, find it. So if we can do that, you will hear it at the end of this podcast. If we can't, then you'll... No, we weren't able to do it. <laughs> yes. But Toast wrote and performed a song called Sometimes She Wears White, and I love it. 
and it's just and they still play it on the radio in I don't think Hawaii. they do anymore. I think its time has passed. Are you sure? There was because one parents... disc jockey, there was one disc jockey who would play it, but he's retired. Oh, so. well, that's sad. Anyways, <laughs> all right. Well, these well, our people will hear it. Okay, so I mean, I hope. Okay, anyways, why don't we go on to some tips? Okay, for dealing with the aftermath of Christmas. All right, so here's just just some things we've done on and off during this time where you have, you're sitting now, maybe, unless you're hyper-organized and you've dealt with it, but maybe a pile of wrapping paper from, un, from opened gifts. You might have some ribbon laying around, all the things. Your Christmas cards are still up, as they should be, right? It's only the day after Christmas if you're listening to this then. Um, so some of the things that we've done, oh, including including the overwhelm of yummies, the desserts, the cookies, all the things, even things you might have received in a box, like professional, you know, from someone sent you a box of chocolates from XYZ, right? So even those types of things, not necessarily all the homemade goods. So let's start with ribbon. Okay. So if you have fabric ribbon, from gifts you've opened, save those, just save it. I save any fabric ribbon and even um, some other ribbon as well. And I just put the fabric ribbon in a Ziploc to possibly reuse for the next holiday. Here's the thing though. When I opened my fabric um, Ziploc, my my Ziploc of fabric ribbons this year, I hadn't prepared them in advance. And so when I would grab them, I'm like, oh, it's not ready for me to use. And so I would just throw it back in there. So what I would say is if you have fabric ribbon to prepare them now, it's not going to take a long time. I promise you just get your iron, set it on low and iron those ribbons. So where it has the kink from like tying it, just do a light iron and they're going to be so good to go and ready for you next year. Hmm. That's one okay. tip. Got it. You can even save the ribbon that is, what is that bow with the pokey ends? Oh, the one <laughs> the with the peel on. sticker on the back. Yes. 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 <laughs> it comes in a big plastic bag. Yeah. Yes. I mean, those are very Ooh, you endearing. You can save those, huh? Yeah. You can save them because you can tape them on to another gift. Okay. A lot of times too, the sticky isn't good enough. And even if it's brand new, we've, mm-hmm. we've, came across that. We've noticed the decline in the strength of that adhesive yes. over the years, haven't we? Yes. See and so this you're world, have to tape it. what is happening to this Anyways, world? Even they're cutting corners. Ribbons, yeah. They're cutting no, corners. It's going, to, it's going to help. So that's what I would say with ribbon. Ribbon is so expensive. So it's like just let's help the earth. Let's, you know, there's no shame in reusing ribbon. As long as it's not smashed. Yes. That's why you want to iron you want to iron yeah. your ribbon. Well, okay. you know, those pre-made bows, sometimes oh, they're the pokey smashed. End. Yeah. Yeah. If they've been mailed to you. Right. 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 The other thing you can do is, you know, cards, we mentioned this in another podcast, cards are so expensive now. Uh, so if you have received Christmas cards that have a, just a, some kind of decor on it that you love, save those because if you don't um if you don't automatically save your 
cards from people because you are sentimental and you put them all in a box. If you don't do that, consider saving some of the cards to create gift tags for next year's holiday. So it's really easy to do and you don't have to get into it now. But what I would say is just get the cards and save the front of the card. As long as there's no writing on the flip side, right? Yes. Yes. I mean, even if there was writing, you could do like glue construction paper on it, but it's too much work. So I would say if it doesn't have writing on it, just cut that, just save that for next year. And then as the year rolls around, now this is, this is for the crafty folks. We're not trying to give anyone who hates crafts anything extra to do. The crafty folks will love this. So then you can um, cut out certain parts of the front of the car. So maybe you want to cut out the snowman. Maybe you want to cut out um, a certain scene with the Christmas tree. I you just can do, realized this might yeah. be a good project. If you have kids of a certain age, this yes. might be a good project. Yes. You can kind For of kids. delegate to them. Yes. I mean, what would I know? Because we don't have kids. We don't have kids. I don't know how easy this would be to do, but I imagine we it's did, an option. We have done it though. We have done it and it's very easy to do. It's just... Getting your kids There's to do so it. many layers in which you can you can do it at. You could even get really pretty um, cardstock in a strong color like red or green or festive like or gold even and and take your cut out of the Christmas card. Mm-hmm. So say if your Christmas card cutout is a square, you can do a slightly large slightly larger square of your strong colored cardstock. And glue that onto, oh. you know, to have like a, now a nice edging. Yes, for it's it. like yes, like, like but a mat. even without um, even without doing that, just take the card itself, <laughs> cut out your square, whatever shape you want, do a hole punch, put a little ribbon through it, and you have a gift tag. Boom! So easy. It's nice and strong. It's probably a super cute design. And if you wanted to add more flourish, you could do some uh, glitter. Okay, but that's it. not good for the earth. There's eco-friendly glitter now. Oh. You can get it right on Amazon. Okay. Lifestyle corrected. Yes. And it's just a finer glitter, so it's actually even nicer it's like than, sand. Like the, than the um, yucky glitter. Hmm. Okay, so that's another tip. Another thing, all those desserts we talked about, what I would do is get some quart-size freezer Ziplocs and make sure you write in that little section that's meant for writing. You know, you can just write the date, like Christmas 2023. <laughs> Hopefully you eat it sooner, but... Instead of like, which Christmas is this from in your But freezer? I would put, you know, get a bunch of those quart Ziplocs and then start portioning out just some fun little dessert bags, like maybe a few candies, a few cookies, you know, whatever, a few brownies, whatever you've received, and then just throw it in the freezer. Throw it in the freezer. Because a lot of us don't like to waste, and then, but we do ourselves in by like eating brownies every single night, as well as chocolate candies every single night, as well as the cookies from the neighbors. Like we're eating all of this stuff. At some point that's worse than wasting it, right? Yes, because we're doing ourselves in. So if you just create these little goodie bags, then you can take one down for the week, you know, and Mm -hmm. just like portion it out. And that's been very helpful for us. We do that on the regular yeah. You know, let's yes. just put it in the freezer. Every time Sienna makes a batch of cookies or yeah, it's like, a let's batch put it in of the freezer. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last tip is if you've received 
and now we all receive these types of gifts. Mm -hmm. If you receive a gift that is not aligned with you, that is not aligned with maybe your lifestyle or your taste, you can still love this person so much and feel so much great, so much gratitude for them and for being thought of while releasing the gift to someone else, something else, donating it, putting it back into the universe for someone else to find that will love it Mm -hmm. so much. So the tip here is to really not be afraid to let go of things that just don't feel aligned. You know, I've made the, I guess, the mistake of keeping things because I'm like, well, I just got this, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. let me yeah. just, I'm going to hold on to it. But wow, you know, it's like year after year of that, you end up with so much stuff. Yeah. And when this thing, there's probably someone in this world that is looking for that or that would love it. Or that would love to go to a, you know, a shop and find it Mm -hmm. at a discounted price, whether it's like, and even along these lines, like Toast and I recently went to an antique store and antique stores aren't all antiques. They're like vintage items. But basically what I love about it is the history of things. Yeah, I think you should explain just really briefly the difference between vintage and antique. Because yes, I, okay. Yeah, I didn't so know. So antique that. is anything that's 100 years old or older. Okay. Vintage, an antique. there's some discrepancy with vintage. So like some people say, oh, it has to be at least 20 to 25 years old. Some people say it's between 30 and 50 years old. So it's a little... But the point is vintage is old, but antique is really older. Old. Yes, yes, okay. yes. Okay. So there are a lot of antique stores. You know, you'll see antiques on the the, um, the outside of the, the store, mm-hmm. but a lot of it is vintage, vintage items. Okay. Um, but what's Thank so you. nice about shopping in a vintage place is you get to take something and give it new life. Mm-hmm. And I know like it does sound creepy. Depends what it is. But yeah. It depends what it is. But it's like just releasing things to the universe for other people to find mm-hmm. that that thing belongs to that person, you know? Where it's like that Passing person it on. just love it, love it, love it, love yeah. it. So don't feel stuck like, oh my God, what am I going to do? What am I going to do with this set of ceramic turtles? I don't even like turtles. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like turtles, but like, I don't love, love, love turtles. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have a place in my life right yeah, now. Yeah, what am I, so, I going to do yeah. with these turtles, right? Yeah, right. They're cute. And, then, and what are you going to do with them? You're going to just put them in a box and put them away because you feel bad? Mm. We got to like, you know. Yeah. Release it because and, there's a turtle lover out there that would right. adore yeah. it. That so would adore it. So it's kind of like... If you are on the receiving end of that type of gift for you, I mean, the gift then becomes, look, here's your chance to give a gift back into the universe. Yes. That's the gift. Yes. And I Instead know, of like, look, now you have to feel bad for not using right. it There's yourself so as it was originally intended. I know. Now, and now it's ways. a chance to like, now you get to be Santa Claus for somebody else. Yes. That's and there the gift. are... I I get it. Like for me, this has been a process and I, you know, there are ways to honor all the things that people 
think about you, you know, and give you these things and all of it. It's like there are ways to honor those gifts. And, you know, it might be for you to honor and to keep it like maybe on the dining room table and to honor all the gifts that you received during the holidays and to just feel so much gratitude. You can have, and you can even do this on your birthday too, like leave all the gifts out and have all the cards standing around the gifts, really honor it, light a candle, whatever you want to do. And then it's yours. So you can do whatever you want with it. Including be Santa Claus and give it yes, away. Yes, yes. Yeah. And it's okay. It really is. Yeah. I know it seems heartless, but it's like we end up with so much stuff. That's the thing, you know. Right. It's like put it out there because someone wants that, mm-hmm. you know, wants that thing. So anyways, and those the, are just the tips. And the biggest reality check... Um, to piggyback on this whole thing of, you know, being okay with releasing and, mm-hmm. and giving mm-hmm. things gifted to you, giving it away, is the biggest reality check is that really everything that comes into your, quote, possession mm-hmm. during your life, you know, if it's if it's perishable in any way, it will outlast you and your lifetime anyway. Yeah. So, release if you it. You want to give stuff Just away release now, it. and especially, give it away. especially at the end of the year, as we head into a new year, you know, something that maybe we'll do a few podcasts on this in January. Maybe we'll do this, but we are currently going through some clutter clearing, which we haven't made a a big dent in the list of clutter clearing tasks, but we've definitely started, and it feels so good. It feels so good. So we will talk more about that later. So for now, we'll just thank you for listening. Wish you a great rest of 2023. Be safe. What's the name of this podcast again? Live Your Love Story. That's what it is. That's what I was trying to say. Be safe and live your love story. Live your love story and enjoy the song. As so many moods I see her laughing in the daytime Earlier she was a warrior to meet the sunrise And when the twilight comes you find her lying in repose She's satisfied and dressed in violet like a royal She wears white in the winter time. Oh, who are you? Nani no, who by? Who by? She can make me smile without trying. But sometimes she wears white. Spirit
host of the Intuitive Life Podcast. As an intuitive medium and teacher working with the world of spirit, I love to share the peace that comes with the awareness that our departed loved ones are still with us. And I also love to help people explore what it means to live an intuitively led life. Start listening now on mindbodyspirit.fm or wherever you get your podcasts. 